Talk Recorded live. What's up? What's up? This is Word Sexy Radio, and I'm your host, Red Snapper, and here we are, doing it like we always do. And this is the eve of Veterans Day. For those of you who are soldiers, sailors, airmen, uh, Coast Guard members, anybody who served in the capacity of protecting this country, I want to say thank you for your service. And we're going to continue to go on with that because we care about what you provide. And we, we're happy that you were able to do that. So we just want to uh, commend you on doing that. I myself served 22 years in the United States Army, and I am very happy and proud that I've done that and would do it again yeah. if I had to. Uh, just wanted to uh, tell all those that are out there, though, that uh, it's it's awesome. And I'm glad that you all you know, served our country and served it proudly and well. So we will continue to go forth and go on in that. So as we wait for our our people to call in, we're going to go ahead and do what we need to do and uh, make sure that um, we serve and do the right things with everyone. So uh, I'm just truly happy, truly, truly, truly happy to have uh, been able to serve. So we're going to continue to go forth and do our thing. So that's what's up. But uh, we should have a pretty good show tonight. We're going to have some guests coming in. They're going to be calling in and hopefully Miss Cotton will be here. I don't know what's going on with her, but hopefully she'll be here. I think Brenda Williams is going to be here this evening. We're going to have her and we're going to do our thing. So just sit back and relax as we bring you what we Show me, 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 show me,
Big cat did a TikTok. Big mouth girl, where your lips gone? Where? I ain't got time to be TikTok, no. But I got a new wristwatch. Let's go toe to toe. Tick flop. I make the crown jump like crisscross. Yeah. Yeah. I got a dancing friend that looks like Rachel Dolo. Mm-hmm. I got a dancing friend that looks like Rachel Dolo. just fine. We're doing just fine. How are you feeling today? I am doing great. I have to honestly say I'm glad to be on the air with you tonight and <clears throat> ready to have another interesting Tuesday night with you and, you know, our wonderful guests that's coming on. So. <clears throat> All right. Well, hopefully we got Miss Brenda Williams coming on the line. We, and I see a South Carolina caller right now. If you want to state your name, where are you calling from? Hi, my name is Arthur Brenda Williams, and I am calling from South Carolina. <laughs> Hi, friend. Why are you trying to act like you don't know me? Why are you trying to act like you don't know me? <laughs> well, you know, you should have been my phone number, first of all. You talk about what oh, you but I don't. See, now, let me tell you, Brenda, this is new, new thing here, so... Uh, it's the show numbers anymore. It just shows where you're calling from. So when I got away from blog talk and started this new talk shoe thing, I'm still trying to get it together with the music and all that, but it it just lets you know where you're at. It doesn't tell numbers. So I don't have your number. Okay. 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 Well, Trey, go ahead and say hi to Miss Brenda Williams. Well, hello, Brenda. It's very nice to meet you. Welcome. I'm so glad that you are joining us this evening. So, welcome and and, and enjoy. Thank you. Well, well, let me tell you something, Brenda. Uh, This is a good night to be on because tomorrow's Veterans Day, and, you know, I'm a veteran, so I'm not going to work tomorrow, so I'm going to be out having a good time. But anyway, uh, another reason (laughs) is is the last time I talked to you, you was putting some stuff together, and I definitely want to hear about that. So go ahead and tell us. So, um, I did my first play, which is based on my book. It was phenomenal. Um, I'm actually working on the second one. Um, It was, I was on edge until the big day, and it was phenomenal. I still have people harassing me for the Mythic CD, but I'm trying not to share too much. But it was just 
it was just, I was blown away. Like, when, they, when it was over and they announced me to come up there and speak, I just was speechless. The whole thing was absolutely phenomenal. So when are you going to the Caribbean with this? And I hear some feedback. Somebody's got a uh, feedback going. But anyway, yeah, I, I know you said feedback. you're going to be taking this to the Caribbean, I know, because so, you got some connections there, don't you? Yeah, um, I have a huge um, fan base in Belize. Um, they actually sell my book at their radio station. So they actually, I've had a couple of radio stations in Belize. Um, they're huge supporters, huge supporters. I'm going to get nasty, oh. Brenda. Can I get nasty? Go your husband listening? Is your husband listening? Probably. Probably, but it's okay. Go for it. God damn it. They, they saw that body and shit. That's what it was. They, they just want some. That's what it is. Go ahead. Well, you know, oh, my goodness. Uh, you know, it's funny you should even say that because when I had one of my interviews um, with somebody over in Belize, the Belize people, you know, I think somebody on the radio was like, well, I've never even seen, you know, nothing too much other than a facial picture. So I was like, okay, well, there's a picture on my timeline with my book, me standing there holding my book. And after that, it's just been like, it's been a roller coaster after that. They've just been on it 100%. Well, damn, let me go out and look at it myself. Shit, I didn't know you had that out there. I was just talking shit. Let me go out there and look. Let me see. Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, I took, it, I took it down. I took it down because... I, I mean, you're so funny. I'm funny about people sharing. Like, Brenda, what's up? Share, share, share. I can't stand that. Like, I cannot stand that. that you, know, like, you don't say anything. You just share my picture. Like, that drives me crazy. So I take it down. It's in cyberspace anyway. It's already been taken. I know, I know, but still, you know, whoever has it, keep it. But yeah, well, time, I don't have it. It ain't going to be everybody's timeline. All right, I'm going to leave you alone, Brent. That's okay. <laughs> I don't want your husband to get upset, and I definitely don't want my new wife to get upset, so no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know I got married, oh, right? You, really you know, I, got, you know I, got, I just got married about, what, a couple of months ago, uh, September? Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. How is she putting up with you? She's freaky just like me. Well, I ain't going to put her out there like that. I'm sorry. Uh, We just enjoy each other. You know what I'm saying? It's all it is. You know, she knew what she was getting into when she married me. She's a writer as well. She writes under the name Casey Sherrell. So, you know, she's out there. You know, uh, so she knew what she was getting into when she got with Snap Snap. And uh, I've been snapping. That's all I'm going to say. Oh my goodness! You're a mess. You're a mess. Yeah. Been taking care of business wow. and doing it up. And, and I got me a young, I got me a young woman. She's younger, of course. You know, I'm in my. I'm just gonna go ahead and put it on out there for those of you that don't know. I'm 54. She's 38, so I'm I'm having fun with the young tender, and I'm I'm doing my thing. Well, that's all that matters. I mean, age is just a number, and and if you guys are in love. That's all that matters, you know? Well, you know, it's been proven over the years that, you know, older men, younger women, it's always been that way. And it, and even vice versa, you know, working it out, it, it's just the way it is. And, uh, you know, sometimes some people get set in their ways and they want to change. I'm She keeps me young and makes me want to do things different that I, you know, more than what I've already been doing anyway. But, damn, you know, it just that's what it is. It's what, it's what you want to do, you know, just – so your wild oats until because life is so short, you don't know how long you got, and you just gotta just enjoy yourself. Absolutely. 
So tell us I about the freaking. I want to know what freakiness happened during your plays. I'm sure people were out there doing shit, probably masturbating while they was watching it. All kinds of um, shit. What was going on? I, I had one young lady very upset. And I was like, why are you upset? And she was just like, because I'm going home alone. I don't have nobody to go home and have sex, to, sex with. What? Watching this. I had to watch this, and I don't have nobody. And I was like, well, you, she was like, well, you know, you're going home with your husband. And even in my actors, um, my actors, let me tell you, my actors got botched up, and I actually ended up using my children. So it's a great thing to have adult children because I didn't have to go out and use nobody else with them. You know, I used my son and his girlfriend. I used so they were blaming you? They was blaming you because huh? they had to jack off? What? Yeah, she was upset. She was like, you know, I'm upset. Like, she was literally upset. She was like, I'm never going to go to another one of your plays unless I got a man to go home with. And, I mean, that, that's just the, that's what I wanted out of my play. I wanted everybody. Like, you heard the oohs and the ahs and the and, and eyes was glued because, you know, it was a blue light production. It was behind the silhouette curtain. So I had an narrator reading it, and I had actors behind the, cur- the, the curtain being asking what was being read out of my book. So wow. Interesting. It was, it was, kind of like the, kind of like the Poonani poets a little bit, but a little bit more to that, yeah. It was very seductive. And then I had actors, and I, oh, my goodness, I had a singer, a dancer, who she danced to dance to you, the sexy song. And she did that behind the blue silhouette, and oh my goodness, that was so sexy! Like that was so sexy. So everything about the whole thing was very sexy. It's, it's okay. what I wanted. I'm, so. So you were very happy with the production, then? That's good. Yes, yeah, so, I mean I was nervous, but I was very happy. Well, well, Trey, let's let's see. Uh, what do you have? Because I know you got some questions, Trey. Well, um. First of all, I just have to I just have to admire how beautiful you are. I mean, you are absolutely gorgeous. I, I just thought I had to put that out there, Miss Wayne. I mean, like Thank you. You're, 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 you're beautiful. See, see, so you got women looking at you. You got you got women looking at you, see? See what I'm saying? She's, she's telling you in a nice way no, that she'll look no, no, no. no. They're not like the no, she's not like the one. She's not like the women that get body parts in my inbox after they read my um, She yeah. caught that. She yeah. she caught that just right. She stopped it just right. There you go. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I won't be able to I was going to say, she was about to lick, and he was like, uh-uh, no, 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 no. Okay, yeah. No, <laughs> no, no inbox about your beauty, but you are absolutely um beautiful. You make me definitely proud to, you know, be, um as I would say, a, a, a big bone sister. I, you, you make me proud. She all right. She all right. Don't don't give her that. Don't don't tell her she that. Now she you ain't gonna never shut her up now. Let me go out No, I'm not. I don't have a big head. I don't have a big head like that about it. But to be a full figure woman, I have no shame in my game, and I'm very confident in myself, and that's all that matters. Like I know some big women that are don't have no confidence, and they walk with their head down. I consistently keep my head up. And you should right. because when your head's down, it should be on a dick. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm the, uh, oh, you are just disgusting. I am disgusting, and that's why this is Word Sexy Radio, grown folks fucking radio. I've been drinking, as you can tell. Well, Go ahead. Well, Brenda, I do have a question. Um, can you tell us, like, any of the other um, projects that we can look forward to that you are perhaps in, in works and in, in getting display, you know, out there to the public, um, because I, I do understand that you are an author, so with the author um, 
with, with the title author, is there anything else that we can look forward to? Um, yes. Well, you can uh, you can look forward to the plays hitting just about every state. Um, I'm getting ready to start when the new year comes in. Um, my publisher is working with a couple of different things and different programs for me. Um, I'm actually going to start doing, and I know this is going to really sound bad. It is. But. I'm going to start doing book signings at lifestyle parties. And the reason why I'm going to do this is because my book is not really set out for the average person. The average person would turn red reading my book. So it's important that I get it to the right audience, to the people who can possibly role play. It's about role playing. I want people to be able to pick, pick up my book and, and do some things in it. You well, know, you know so something? that's what I'm going to write. I mean, about. that's what I do with mine. I mean, I have to do my book signings at, at, at passion parties and stuff because – that's what it's about. It's not about um, doing books at a rate. Sometimes you have to do something that, that's out of the norm, and if you know that's the genre and that's the that's the uh, people that you're the demographic you're going after, then that's what you should do. I, I see nothing wrong with that at all. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. And then I have um, I have a bunch of other interviews coming up, and then also um, I was in the 2014 Press Size Diva calendar, and I've actually been asked to be in 2016. So I have that going on too, and it's a bunch of beautiful women that are in the calendar. And I was Miss December, so I was actually asked to do it again. So I'm excited about that. So, um, so where's these pictures? I'm, I'm, I don't see nothing, but but your face, and that's beautiful. You're so not where? going to see the calendar. Listen, look, you've been, you've been you've been banned. You're not seeing the calendar, okay? Okay. And I'm <laughs> okay. I'm not playing okay. but you better not share it with him because he's not going to see the calendar. <laughs> That's messed up. But anyway, also she she is a, a, a world renowned radio host as well, a Speak Your Mind Radio, which uh I need to come back on there eventually sometime, hopefully in the future, because we have some great conversation on Speak Your Mind. I remember the one time, that one show though, when you had the guy from New York and he was tripping on his woman and he was turned out because he was a tie in and you know, it's against their thing to be with black women and he just it was just a taboo and shit. And he was just happy that he was he was getting his dick sucked by a black woman and all kinds of stuff. He was just crazy. You remember that show? Oh, I remember because he stayed in my inbox for two weeks later trying to fly me to New York to be with him and his girlfriend. I was like, are you out of your mind? I'll eventually block yeah. you. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Trey, Trey, you, this woman is, is off the chain, as you can hear. Not really. I'm really sweet. I don't know where, where you get that from. <laughs> oh, it's, nothing neg- it's, it's nothing negative. You're a sweet woman. You are. You're just a freak. Define freak in your words. Everybody has their own way of defining freak. What is freak to you? I don't think that I'm a freak. I think that I have a very vivid, um, erotic, exotic imagination because 99% of the stuff that I wrote, I've never even done. I've never even dreamed about doing. Where it came from is just I'm a writer. You know, I, I could I could make a story up about me and you, and you have to question if it happened from states away. But that's, that's what, that's what fiction. Been. But that's what fiction is, isn't it? To make it believable, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a, and now this week I have a really and I have a really because I know you like relationship stuff. So this week and I have this week I have a really good topic. It's do men really care if they satisfy their women? And the reason why I'm having this show is because I asked a poll of people in room, and you would be surprised at the answers. I was like, oh, I gotta have this topic. Okay, so, so say, say the topic again. You said. Do men really satisfy the women? Is that what so when it comes to the bedroom, 
Do uh-huh. men really care about satisfying them, or is it all about them? Is it all about them coming and they don't care about the woman? And well, if you I mean, see the responses, you'd be like, oh, my God. So what do you think? What, what are some of the responses that you've been getting? Oh, my goodness. Um, I put it in five rooms, and everybody's been arguing about it. Um, some of the responses is, no, I don't care, because women, they, can go, they keep going and going and going, and we just need to get ours, so we get ours, and I don't care if they get theirs. And some of you serious? Like, yes, that's why I'm having a show. I'm telling you. That's why I'm having a show. Now, what's what's the age limits of the people that are saying that shit? I mean, some of them are younger. I'm sure the demographic. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm sure the demographic is different ages. But usually somebody would say that to somebody who don't give a fuck because they're young and they don't care. They just want to come. Right. Then you got some old motherfuckers <laughs> that's just happy they're coming. So <laughs> they don't know how to handle a woman to get her there. So that's an interesting topic, very interesting. Yeah, I was, I was afraid. I, I said, well, I'm going to ask the question. And once I – well, I didn't actually originally ask it. Somebody else asked it. And then when I saw all the responses, then I started asking it in other rooms. And, you know, some old man was like, look, you know, I take Viagra, I take, I take pills. He said, I only got two, three minutes, two, three minutes to last. So I'm going to get mine. Them two, three minutes is crucial. Now, she don't get hers, but she better get hers before I get mine. I was like, oh, my goodness. So I was really? like, let me have this topic. Yeah. Damn, what the uh, hell is wrong with that guy? Anyway, we got some other callers in. We got some coastal South Carolina people. We got some more upstate area. Uh, I don't know. I can't see phone numbers, so I can't call the number out. But if you have something to say, I'm going to say coastal area. If you're in the coastal area, what, uh, do you have a question for our guests this evening? course you don't know I'm talking to you because I don't I didn't say a number but if you have a question you you're well you can say it without hanging up please do not hang up we would like if you have a question anybody you can jump in right now because you're unmuted okay no questions all right Trey so we'll well I don't know somebody just said something who is this Hello? Yes, I got you. What's your name? Uh, you talking to me? Yeah, just make up a name. Uh, you can say you flower or some shit, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. No, my, my name is Brenda. I don't care who knows me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking, there's somebody else that was trying to, there was somebody else that was trying to get in, and I, they, they're not answering because, you know, normally on Block Talk, you can say some numbers and get somebody to respond. But on this talk show, like I said, it's new. Um, there's no way I can really say unless I say South Carolina coastal area, you know. And if you live in that area, then you can say uh, uh, you can answer the question or say you have a question. So, do you have a question? Yes, I do have a question and I have a statement. First of all, my name is Brenda as well, and I am Brenda Williams' um, bestie. <laughs> Hi, Man. Bestie. Okay, I'm sorry. All right. Okay, two fucking Okay, we got this. Okay. This so right what, and, and what is your what is your question? More than TNT. I know that's right. So what is your question, Bestie Brenda? Bestie Brenda. My question to her is, um, starting in January, when will your next play be? February. Where? It's, it's cross between Charlotte, Charlotte or Georgia. 
It's going to be either Atlanta or Charlotte. And yes, you're my narrator, so you'll know. (laughs) I have a question for our guest, Brenda. Do you have any plans of bringing your plays to the Midwest, like Chicago, Michigan, Ohio? Kansas City, Kansas City. Well, I'm going to be honest with you, okay? I'm going to give you an honest answer on that, okay? I'm just going to be honest. And if any of you guys are on the line, I'm sorry. I have way too many stalkers in Chicago. I can't come to Chicago. Like, I don't got people that I don't have to shut down in Chicago, like, cancel their pages, and they came back with a different page. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you're not. Come to Kansas City. Come on up to Kansas City and do one of your shows. I am. I'm going to be moving. I'm going to be moving. It's not going to be in one place. It's not going to be in the South. I just have to start it here. And then I'm going to keep moving, like, you know, Jersey, New York, you know, Maryland. I'm going to keep it going. I'm going to keep going. I would like to see one of your plays. That's why I asked, like, would you be coming to the Midwest or perhaps the East Coast where I could where I could catch it? Um, I, I definitely would would like to, you know, check the check it out. So, are you going to be? Uh, are you putting these on DVDs as well for purchase? Well, I was going to do that, which I planned to do that for the last one, um, but I just didn't because I didn't want. I feel like I need to do a couple of them before I put them out on DVD for sale. Because once I do put them out on DVD for sale, then that tells people, let's say if I go to one state, that tells people, well, I'm going to go pay for it. I just see it on DVD. And I loaned it to my friend, and they've seen it, and then they bootlegged, and anybody else seen it. I'm not going to let that happen yet. I'm going to have a mm-hmm. couple first. I'm going to get I'm going to get popular in some states first. And then maybe on a third or fourth one, I'll start going ahead and doing DVDs, and then they'll be available. Because, see, the thing about it is even if I do a DVD, it's not going to be the same because each show will be off of different stories. That is and awesome. the shows won't be the same. Okay. Yeah, that, make, that makes sense to me. Yes, awesome. Now, Bestie Brenda, you're still here on the line. Um, how well do you know Brenda? Since oh, my gosh. Best- okay, so let me tell you how we met. <laughs> it was these girls. We used we we from New York, and it was these girls picking on her because she was petite. She had a cute little shape, pretty hair, the eyes, and the girls was picking on her. So I just happened to be walking up the street, and and I see that, and see I don't like bullies, so I bully the bullies. I don't know. Does that make me a bully? I guess yeah, so. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> So and I bully the bullies because I hate bullies. So I said, y'all better leave my effing cousin alone. They said, shut up, bro. That ain't your cousin. I said, that is my cousin. So she was looking at me and um, they walked away. So I said, what's your name? She said, Brenda. I said, oh, my name is Brenda. We've been besties ever since. Wow, that's yeah. interesting. Interesting. Uh-huh. <laughs> so how about South Carolina? Was that a coincidence? Ended up in South Carolina together or what? Yes, it, it was a, a, a yeah. Mm-hmm. And how it happened was my daughter, my daughter and her daughter met each other, and her daughter said, "I think your mom knows my mom," and she went home and told her mom about me. And um, Nana, I mean Clarice, came home and told me about her mom. And I said, "I wonder if that's Brenda." I said, nah, she won't be down here. And sure enough, uh, Sheraton gave uh, Clarice Brenda's number to give to me, 
And I called her, and we hooked up, and yep, we're inseparable now. Pick it up, pick it up, Huh? Wow. How long have you guys invested? Oh my God! <laughs> 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 what? 20- um, it's got to be over twenty years. Over, over 20 well, years. over twenty years. How okay. the hell you know well, her that long? How can you handle knowing her that long? She had to be a freak the whole time. Oh. So that, means you're a freak. so that means you're, so that means you're a freak too. Um, I am a freak, but it ain't about me. This is about her. So we gonna leave that alone. <laughs> okay. So now, now let me ask Brenda Williams. How much has your bestie been in your books? I'm sure she's been in some of them. She has. She read for me at my book signing. She's my narrator at my play. She's everywhere I am. Um, but is she like characters said, in your book? Though, there's got to no. be a character that, see, that she plays. No. See, because the thing about it is, like I told you, I have a vivid imagination, but ask my bestie how freaky I really am. I'm really not. I'm really, when you, if you really got to know me, you'd be like, I'm the same. Yeah, I'm the one who tried to get her to put her head down. Let her head, let your yeah. head down. Relax. It's okay. Try it. Well, I don't know. I said, try it, damn it. And then she'll yeah. come back and be like, girl. I'm like, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> and then we share common. We share something else in common. My husband. Yeah. He's our husband. Yeah, we call oh, him yeah, our that's husband. our husband. Yeah, that's our yeah. husband. Mm-hmm. Y'all share the same <laughs> husband? Now, you know that would yeah. be a... That's going to be an awesome question. That's an awesome That's next question. Hilarious. How? <laughs> I'm getting y'all business now. How much do you share your husband? Not we don't that. share dick. I mean penis. I mean, am I allowed to share that? We don't share. Yes, this is. Yes. Look, this word say you can say what the fuck person? you want to on this show. You can say what the this fuck you want. Go ahead. That is hilarious. I've never heard anybody say our husband. That that is crazy. She does that. She'd be like, our husband do this, our husband do that. Or if he buys me something, she'd be like, I didn't get one. And I tell her, well, uh-huh. I'm the one who's sucking a dick. You didn't. She tell me, like, damn. I said, well, shit, I'm the one doing all the work. So since I do all the work, I deserve some shit. So she'd be like, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Well, I can't like even it. get a darn burger. What's damn. the world? I don't know, right? What kind of husband is that? I need to let him go. Wow. We've been trying to date that with you for two years now. You won't leave. So. Yeah. It's a contract. It's a lifetime contract. Wow. <laughs> well, Trey, I, I'm sure you have some questions and and all the things that they share with the husband and how much is do they share besides things like that. I'm sure it's not where I'm going, but, you know, it's good to ask the question. Anyway. Yeah, it's not where you're going. You're just, just you're, your mind just wondering. Leave that mind alone. It's not what we share everything. We tell each other everything. Only thing we don't share is men. Exactly. But we share everything That's else. Good. That's good. We share clothes. <laughs> we eat each other's food. We just, you know, we're like that. We're, you know, we're, mm-hmm. just, we're like inseparable. If you see our picture, you know what I'm going to do for you, um, Red? I'm about to um, post a picture on my timeline of me and my best friend. And I don't yeah, go ahead. No comments on there now. Don't put no comments on there now. I won't say nothing. I won't say anything. Yeah, I want to see the together. 
Wait, wait till you see this picture. Now, I, now, when you see this picture, you can determine if we're best friends or not. Here, I'm about to post, about to post it right now for you guys. Right, which one? Okay, wait a minute. Which one you posting? <laughs> Without the one with the boobs. Don't worry about it. Let's go to PG, PG. This is my timeline we're talking about. <laughs> Y'all would think that okay. we had something like that, but uh, we don't. It, it, is it going to be explicit, or is it going to be something that, nice, or what is it going to be? Uh, we, I read it to be something cute. It's PG. 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 Uh-huh. Look, we're talking about yeah. my timeline, okay? Okay. Yeah, I know how you are about your timeline. I got you. Okay. Okay. So let, see, there you go. There's something. There's me and my best friend. All right. Let me go out there and take a look. Let's see what we got. Oh, okay. I got you. Aw. That's nice. Yeah. Absolutely. Y'all yeah. Friends. I can see you guys being best friends. Yes, yes. I didn't want to show the full body one because I didn't want to get nobody's nerves messed up. So I said, we'll just do that one. We'll do the PG version. But that's the uh, that's from the photo shoot from the calendar. We actually went and took oh. a bunch of pictures that day from the cal for the photo shoot. Okay. All right. Oh, that's the one you put up. No, I didn't put that one up. I put up um, one of them from there. Here, I'll put up a full body. Hold on. So you can see the full figure. Okay, that's I see. Uh, uh, you about that's to put some All right, all the listeners that's listening, if you go to Brenda Williams' website, you're going to see a full body picture that's going to only be out there for about two minutes. Because you know I'm going <laughs> to delete it. And if you y'all go see it, it, I'm going to be able to see who you are, and I'm going to delete you. Don't do it. Yep, she's going to be upset if you share. But... Uh, it's good to have a friend that you've been friends with long like that that you can hang out and do things. You know, it's you, you can't always have that all the time. You know, somebody that you can really say is really your friend and that's truly there for you because you got so many folks that play the game and they're not really there. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, absolutely, you know, absolutely. So you know, okay, let's there see what we got. All right, there y'all are. We're checking it out. The full body picture. Y'all better hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Get it, get it, get it. Bang, bang, gone. She just took it off. It's too late. Anyway. See, she's right. the bad one. I'm the good one. Okay. So, you know, I, I, oh, yeah, I'll delete somebody in a minute for nothing. Yeah. Yeah, because I know you've been having those problems in the past where you have these people, they just want to just you know, just just say things and just want to just, because you blow their minds, you know, you have all kinds of folks that you do that to. So. How is that? Well, you know, it, it's okay, but, like, it kind of bothers me when, and this is something that really bothered me about something somebody did to my book. I just felt offended, okay? So somebody purchased my book, read a story I did and purchased my book, Sends me a picture of my inbox, so then they don't jerk off all over my book. I felt like you defaced my property. It's okay that you paid for it, but I just felt disrespected, so I blocked them. You blocked them. I blocked them. Well, you, know, you know, it's it's what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? It's right. Sometimes you have people that that just take it over the edge, and they just do whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know by yourself, there are people that I have to I have to spoil for different reasons. So I totally get it. Yeah, because they be looking at her and 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 they be commenting on her 
her braces and all kinds of shit. <laughs> some weirdos. No, there's some weird, really, really weird people. And it's the thing about it is they don't know that it's fiction. I'm a writer. They don't know that. And that's just like I got my timeline set for a different state because I don't have people say, I'm on my way to you. But okay, go ahead and look for me. You know, just go ahead and look for me. And then when they come look for me, they'll see that I'm not in that state. You know, people that know me be like, why do you have your timeline set like that? Because of weirdos. You know, I knew what I was getting into when I wrote this book. I knew what it was going to be, you know, and it's the price you pay for writing a book like that, I guess. But yeah. I'm making money, so that's all that matters. Right. And, you know, I'm I'm starting to find with my own personal um my own personal experience is that when you do kind of put yourself out there and people start to are able to identify with your faith and your work, not everybody is always so nice, you know, and you do have to kind of protect yourself from certain individuals because everybody is not quick to just compliment you and, you know, congratulate you on your accomplishment, but take that opportunity to kind of just make you look bad or, you know, say bad things to you, and you have to be protective of who you are because when people write on your Facebook wall or, you know, your Instagram or Twitter or whatever your social media outlet is, they can put things out there that other people see. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of keeps the riffraff down. Yeah, I just delete and block. That's all. I yeah, just it's, delete it's, and block. it's a shame you have to go through that, but, you know, even – with my, you know, I don't get it as much as women do, but I've had some some people trying to, you know, because we write these books, they think you have to live this way because you write that way, you know. Right. But then I exactly. asked them, I said, well, what, well, what about people who write about murder and stuff? Does that mean they're murdering because they write about it? You know, they want, they want you to be as sexual as you write. They want you to be that way because they want to, to live vicariously through you or with you if they can. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, it's just it's just crazy. But but I don't even write on the same genre as you, you and Brenda. But well, I, it ain't I that. They just, you're just a woman, and they're looking at you. That's all they care about. They're not even looking at the book you wrote. And I hate to say yes, it, I'm but, sure. but it's, it's I'm niggas sure out there. That's, just, that's what they're doing. They're just, they're just you know... Yeah, they just doing whatever. They bought my book for the picture. They bought my picture. They bought my book because they assumed that it was gonna see pictures. And I had somebody say, "Yeah, I bought your book just for the backup picture." I don't care. It was your money you spent. I got I got revenue from it. I don't care why. I don't care if somebody buy my book, take them and start a bonfire. As long as you pay for them, I'm good with it. I'm just saying, you know, it's in. And, yeah, I'm hard on my hustle right now. I've slowed down because I had my play and I had a couple of other things that I was doing. Um, and I'm involved in a lot. You know, I just had somebody that was running for mayor, and I was hard on her campaign for her. You know, now that that's over, you know, now I'm getting ready to get back into my New Year thing, you know. And, and it's it's great having a backbone, my husband, to help me with everything because he basically just helps me with everything. So that's awesome. Awesome having a best friend is always a backup. And then I've got my actors. So, I have everything that I need, you know, to succeed right now, and it's just the new year that's coming in is just going to be phenomenal. It's going to be phenomenal, and I've got so many fans from all over the world, you know, because of my shows, because I do interviews, 
you know, when I told somebody last week, you know, I do interviews for music. I've got music artists all over the nation. So the thing about it is when I go into that state to do one of my plays, I can go ahead and get that person that I interviewed out to perform. That's, there was a method to my madness. I did this step-by-step, step-by-step, so that now I can go into these states. I, can, I always have performers. I got poets. I got spoken word, and I got performers. So that's where I'm going right now. So that's where, that's where you'll see me in 2016. That sounds okay. good. Sounds real good. So are you going to continue with the play you got now, or are you going to introduce a new one this 2016? I think that's what I heard you say. That you're going to bring something new out. Um, I'm going to the play that I had that I did. Um, it's going to be a different. It's it's never going to be the same, and that's why come nobody's going to be able to copy it and duplicate it because it's never going to be the same. I have several stories to go off. Of. So right. the the stories are always going to change. The play concept is going to stay the same because that idea is just. You have to see it to, to know what I'm talking about. The idea was phenomenal. Yeah, you know, I when I get home, I post, I post the girl dancing. And once y'all see the girl dancing, then you imagine that scene with somebody acting it out behind that curtain. And you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Right. But the concept will stay, stay the same. It's just that the stories will change from, from play to play. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. And that's what you got to do. Well, at least your plays sound like they make sense, unlike the guest that we had on the show a couple weeks ago where her play just (laughs) sound quite interesting. Remember her, Red, the one that that we were just, like, scratching our head about, like, oh. How can I I forget? That shit was terrible. That was one of, and I've done some interviewing over the years. And if they're listening, I'm sorry. They just, they just hear what I'm going to say. Gonna say that. that shit listening. was that shit was fucked up. I ain't gonna lie. I was I was like, what the fuck that are you talking about? Interesting. <laughs> it was. It was. It was like, what? What are you talking about? You. Every time we asked a question, it was like she was making it up as we go about her play. It was like new yeah, shit was I'm being not- created as we said it. I was like, well, damn. Do, do you have a concept or what? It wasn't to discredit her craft or what she was trying to do. It was just like... What craft? Anyway, let's, let's be honest with it. I mean, <laughs> what, <laughs> I did say that. What craft? Not, okay, you said oh, my gosh. It, it was just not solid. It was like so in a circle. And like, like Rhea said, it just kind of sound like she was kind of piecing it together as she as she went along with the interview, and it just got to be a little much. I think we both were kind of like scratching our heads, like, "Wow, we couldn't even keep up." Well, I was just trying to figure wow. out what we were keeping up. What was we keeping up with? Well, that was just <laughs> wow. there wasn't really anything for us to keep up with. I mean, she said it, and then she went into something else, and it went into something else, and then it didn't pertain to. Initially, what she said, I mean, it was just like, all oh, oh, oh. she was making this a stage play. You know, everybody yeah, wants to, to, one thing I've learned in, in my years of being in, in in this industry, there's lots of people who wants to do stuff, and, and, and as you know in everything, it's not for everybody, but, you know, you can't tell them. They have to realize on their own sometimes. When you try to let them know, 
this is not for you. You know, they they don't want to hear that, so they do stuff. And that's why I always make it a point that when people come on my show, they have to at least have written something and it's tangible, something I can look at before they come on the show, or at least, you know, when they come so I can understand if they really have a, a some type of talent or not. But you have people that come on here and they try to be poets and stuff, and you have people that come on here and they got these stories they wrote. And, and the ones that really make me laugh is the ones that they write about themselves. I, I, it's about my life and all this. You know, those are the ones that get me because I'd be trying to figure out well, what's so good about your story that it's going to make everybody want to read it. Right. And then when you ask them that, they think that their story is already there. And I'm like, well, what, what you got to, I mean, what, what do you got that, that's going to make me interested in you, first of all? And most of the shit that they're writing about is the same stuff that everybody else is doing. I've was been through drugs, I've been raped, or I've been, and it's nothing wrong. I'm not trying to dog them. I'm just saying, if you're going to give me something, give me something different. Right. If you're going to tell the same story, then tell it your way where it's different to make it interesting. Don't give me the same story somebody else told. So, I hear you. Um, I hear you. I mean, I did a couple of interviews like that myself, and, you know, I'm not knocking them. You know, I'm not saying anything bad about them. You know, people's lives are people's lives. I understand. But my thing is um, I lose interest very quick. Um, I lose interest very quick. And if you're not gauging my interest in an interview, you can basically hear it in my interview. I know that sounds really bad. So I know I have people right now today asking me for interviews, asking me for this, asking me for that. And I'm like, you know, I have to see who you are. I have to see what you're about. I need to know what you've written, you know, because the way my show is, on my, on my caliber of my show, I even have my regular show. And I'm going to tell you an example. I had a poetry show. I do one a year. I had a poetry show. And a lot of good poets called in. I mean, when I, when I asked them to come, they came. But I had my regular listeners that called, and they started doing poetry because they were inspired by what they heard. I love that. I love that. They came out as first-time version poets as they was listening, put stuff down, first one and shared it. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's exciting, but, but I understand what you're saying. Give me something that, you know, is exciting. Give me something that I'm going to be tuned into. Just to, and that's just like in my book. You know, people said, okay, hey, you know, people made comments about, you know, they hate long books. They hate to have to read. Well, I made my book short erotic stories because you think about it when it comes to sex. It don't take no whole five hours. So why should it read you five hours to read about it? It shouldn't take you five hours to read about it. So I did short stories, short erotic stories to say, uh, we're going to have a beginning of what happened, how did we get here, we're going to take it to a short, we're going to take it slowly, but then we're going to take it head on. That was my attitude because when I read something, I have to have interest. I have to be, you know, I wanted something that made your eyes bulge when you read it, the surprise look on your face when you read it. So when I was writing my book, that's what I thought about, and that's how I am with my interviews. If I'm having an interview and you're not interested in what I'm saying, then why are we even doing an interview? Right. But I feel what you're saying. I feel exactly what you're saying, right? I feel you. He leaves. Yeah, that's uh, well. I, I I wrote my book about my life. Yeah, you got you got to be into your craft first of all. If you if you are not into what you say you are doing, then how you want me to get into it? You know, how am I supposed to? How am I supposed to? Uh, 
be interested in what you're what you're trying to present to me if you're not into it. You know, I mean, you, you're writing and you, you, especially a poet, if you come on the show and you're reading your own poetry, which is not a problem if you're reading it, but you got to have feeling. And if you wrote it, then how am I going to feel the feeling that you had if you can't show me the feeling by portraying it? Does that make sense? That's the same thing with a writer. Yeah. If you have a book and you're writing about something, I need to know the passion. You have to show me what the passion is there. I, I don't know what you what you were thinking when you wrote it. Right. But, you know, this woman, she was just killing me with this play that she was so-called doing, and it was just like, I don't even know what the fuck it was about. I still don't. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, I'm still trying, trying to figure out. out? What, what the, I, I tried. I re, the whole two hours, we questioned her what it yeah, was, and it was never an answer. We never figured out what the fuck it was about. We just knew she was doing a play. That's all. Right. <laughs> Brenda's being. I mean, uh, Trey is being nice. She's being nice about it, but the shits. Was, I mean, Brenda, you would. You would have been. If you'd have been on there, you'd have been pissed off. You'd been laughing. You'd have been like, "What the hell?" And it I know you would have busted sense. her out because that's what you. It didn't make you know. sense, and I and I and if she's listening. You know, I apologize, but, you know. I'm just uh, I don't honest. apologize. I'm, it's garbage. Don't come back on the show. Don't come back. It was garbage. Don't come back. <laughs> oh, it my goodness. I that. That's not nice. It was, Brenda, seriously, like, we literally tried to make sense of this whole interview, and it was already a weird interview. But then once it got to her play, it was like, where we thought we kind of understood what was going on, we just completely got lost. Why are you trying to be nice, Trey? Got lost. Trey, why are you trying to be nice? <laughs> because wait a minute, just wait a minute. What was it about? Out. Just no. tell me. Was it a love play? Was it a what was it about? Was it we, 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 can't, even, we can't even tell you because we never really got to the answer to the bottom of what that play was about. <laughs> yeah, we was trying to figure oh, out what the book was goodness. about. We were trying to figure out what the book was about. The book didn't well, make sense. Her you? life was crazy, and this play was just she like told us. She told us, but it was like when she started talking about the play and the book being the same thing or working together, it just was It was just, I don't know. Well, we had like a, a conversation where things kind of just jumped around. It was the older guy, I mean, I'm sorry, the older woman with the younger guy. Then we got into a transgender thing, and then we got into whatever it was she was writing about, it was like the interview literally just skipped for two hours. It just skipped everywhere. So we don't really know what she was writing the play about. That's sad. That's really yeah. sad. Yeah. That's really I had a- and I, I'm not trying to be nasty now. Brenda knows me. She, she's been on my show several times. I've been on her show before a couple of times. She knows we we've been doing this for a while, and I'm and I don't usually dog folks. I really don't. I really don't. So I don't want people to think that's listening that that's what I do. But you know, when you come on Word Sexy Radio, you got to come correct, like everybody else should do. A lot of shows will sugarcoat stuff and tell people they're awesome when the shit ain't. You got to stop telling them that it, so they can get the right feedback, so they can get better. If you keep telling them they shit's good and it ain't good, they're gonna get hurt one day. Somebody gonna tell them it's fucked up. So I just go ahead and let them know. <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm going to tell you why I'm laughing. Uh, I'm going to tell you, and if this guy is listening, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry if you're listening. I'm sorry. 
I'm just going to be real. But when I was having my play, I was supposed to have this cat come that was supposed to perform from a different state. And he was like a, a slow, supposed to be a sexual rapper, but like he was so fucking whack, it didn't make no sense. <laughs> me, and my husband, me and my husband was laughing our asses off, and then he was going to be a, a performer slash actor, and then, you know, my best friend was going to be in it too, and she's kind of tall. And she was like, wait, this dude looks short. I'm not saying that. I'm going to pick him up and breastfeed him and I do. So we had jokes about it, but then I was happy that kind of like it fell through and he ended up not performing. I actually got another performer because it's like when I played his music, on, I did an interview for him on my show, and I was thinking to myself, did I just bring down the quality of my show? Like usually believe or listen to every music video because they've got a lot of collabs off my show. But this right. the first first this is the first musical show I ever had that I didn't hear the dude from Belize say anything. When I tell right. you I didn't hear him say anything. Right, right. So well, we got another we got a caller in Texas. Uh, if you want to say something uh in, in central with North Central Texas, uh please don't hang up. You can you can ask your question to Brenda Williams if you like. Uh or if you want to have a comment or something, you can do it at this time. Hello, hello. Hello, Texas. Is yeah, Texas so uh, are you there? <laughs> I'm trying to see if the uh, if the person is there. I'm sorry. Do, do you yeah, have a question? No comment. No comment. Okay, you just listening. Well, thank you. Okay, for well, well, we thank you for listening. We thank you for saying no comment because we could, we talk shit on this show. So if you want to jump in, let us know, and uh, we will we will uh, let you say what the fuck you want to. <laughs> this is Word Sexy Radio. That's what we do. So don't get upset or offended. Uh, this, this is nasty radio. So uh, that's what we do. So, but I appreciate you calling in. But Brenda, let's get back to you. Like I said, sometimes we get some bullshit. Sometimes we get some good shit. And tonight. I'm off the chain because, like I said, it's Veterans Day, and, you know, I gave what tomorrow is, and I gave 22 years to this country that don't give a fuck about me, but I did. And uh, I'm just going to be happy about the time that I did and served and all that, so I'm good. But uh, getting back to your plays, we we, want to see – we know your plays is off the chain. We know your books are off the chain. How is the book doing? Um, the book is doing well, actually. Um, I know I'm still, like I said, working with Belize, and they're um, having some stuff going on. I've got a couple of interviews, and I just recently started writing again because typically the way I set my books um, is I write a erotic story, and I'll post it in a room, and right up under it I'll post my book. And that causes people to purchase it, and then they'll purchase it and post it to my timeline. But I had some pictures that were questionable that I couldn't put on my timeline, when they posted with the book, a couple of people posted with the book naked, and I was like, okay, we didn't need them pictures. But Again, it's going the freak. Well. Again, the freak. <laughs> it's going well. I mean, people are buying it. Um, I have people at my job buying it. You know, they buy six and seven. You know, it's Christmas time. I'm gonna set my Christmas promotions. Um, I'm gonna do some contests. You know, and that's one. That's another thing too. When you, I know somebody who won a book has actually sold a bunch of books for me. Because I told him, once you get this book, don't let it out your hand. And so, so many people have tried to get it from him. They've actually ordered the books because of it. Wow. So I mean, it's going well. I mean, it's been a year. It's been out of. It's been out a year, July twentieth, and I'm currently working on my second book. 
And my second book is going to be a little bit different. Um, it's going to be the same concept, but a little bit different. And it's just it, it's just an exciting roller coaster. It is really a roller coaster because, like, and you know the funny thing about Facebook. You know, Facebook has been really funny about names lately. Like, they want you to change your name. It's not your real name. They want you to change it. They want right, you to change yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I got they're, my they're author page, you, yeah, and they, they told me I had to change it from author. Right. And I was like, wait, I am an author. Google me. So, I, like a dummy, I changed it, and I was like, I didn't have to change it because I am an author. Right. Exactly. But, well, let me ask you this. Are you prepared to read some of your your book to us? No. Why not? I have a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, you're not trying not, to get nobody not, hot and wet and bothered and dicks hard and all that shit tonight? No? I can read one story. See, I don't see, have the, see the brother just said something. something. He, see, we, we just got the brother to speak. He just said something. He said <laughs> something about say? the book, so come on. I want to hear the book. Let's hear it. Read the book. Let's hear something. There you go. Okay. Request, request. (laughs) Bring it on. Bring it on. Let's hear it. Okay, I'm going to read a story that I know by heart because it's the first one from my play. So I don't even need my book for it. My shit better get hard. I don't know if it is or not. You kind of sleep. You kind of have a You got your head the meter, so I don't know if I can help you there. Okay. Uh, It will because I know how you write. I'm, I'm just talking shit. I know how you write. Go ahead. Okay, so this story is called The Dream. It was his birthday, and it was a nice night. His wife came home to give him a gift. He had a headache. He wanted to lay down and go to sleep, but he just told her, please, baby, I'll take a rain check. As he went to lay down and go to sleep, she sat there hot and bothered, thinking about a man she'd seen earlier that day. She laid there for a while, and she tossed and turned. Her husband was fast asleep. As she looked up for a moment, she heard a sound. She thought she heard somebody at the door. She looked up and she saw no one. She lay there in her gown, nothing underneath, completely naked. She began to fondle herself and touch her body, thinking about this man that she saw earlier this day. She heard another sound, and to her surprise, she looked up and in came this man from earlier that day. He was there earlier working on the lawn, but no shirt on, looking hot as ever. He whispered to her as he gestured for her to come over. Let me talk to you for a moment. She got nervous as she looked at her husband, but he was so fast asleep, it didn't matter. She closed her eyes for a moment, thinking that maybe this is a dream. So she said, fuck it, we're going to let it be. As she went over to the man, he kissed her nice and nice and sweet all over her lips. He pulled up her gown and began to kiss her back. He faced her towards her husband. She was nervous, but it felt so good she couldn't do anything. As he led her over to the bed and leaned her over, he went down to kiss her from behind, licking as she began to moan. She held on to the bed while still looking at her husband. She was thinking to myself, oh, my goodness, what's going to happen? As he pulled out his hard cock and settled on the bed, he inserted it into her mouth as she began to suck. One eye open, still trying to look around. He looked down at her and said, shh, it's okay, baby. Take it all now. As he laid her down on the bed and spread her legs, he inserted his cock into her nice, wet pussy. He began to moan as she put the pillow over her face. Her husband began to move around. 
the man stopped for a moment and hid on the floor. He turned around and asked her what she was doing. She said, nothing, baby. Just can't sleep. As he turned back around to go to sleep, the man gestured for her to come down to the floor. She then planted herself right on him and began to ride him up and down and all around. As he began to come, he stood her up and told her, watch this. This is all for you. As he began to come, she then laid back down next to him and said, my turn. I'm not done. He lifted both of her legs over her head and began to eat her nice wet pussy until she squirted repeatedly. As, as she was done, her husband then woke up and said, what's going on? The man then got up under the bed. She said, nothing. I was just looking for something up under the bed. So she got back up on the bed to lay down as he turned around. And as the man got up, he kissed her on the forehead and said, I will return. She felt a hand or she felt something next to her. So she turned around with her husband looking right in her face. He said, I know it was my birthday, but I wanted to give this to you. Just say I love you. He told the man, great, good job. Gave him a handshake. And he left out the end. Oh, wow. All right. So uh, <laughs> let me see. Let's see what my man from Texas has to say about this. Mm. What do you say, sir? Are you still there oh. or did you, uh, did you, did you um, <laughs> fall out from nothing or what, what, what happened? <laughs> Yeah, okay, he's speaking. Yeah, that was pretty hot. It was something different. Well, what do you like think, the, though? Like you said, you said, okay, go ahead. Give, go ahead. Yeah, it's like a, like a suspense or something like that. Uh, <laughs> so would you, would you, bu- would you buy the book now? Yeah, I could. Yeah. I can get into that. Would you use it with your girl? <laughs> nah, I don't think that'll work. Oh, okay. Uh, it wouldn't keep it for yourself. Be a good idea. Yeah, it'd keep it to myself. It wouldn't be a good idea to give ideas. Yeah, keep it to yourself. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, Brenda. He said he'll keep it to himself because he liked that fantasy you created for him. <laughs> Don says, I'm sure he's in my inbox by now. Probably somebody who's never heard me even speak before thinking I didn't even know this was you. But let me say again, I, I have a good imagination. None of this ever happened. My husband owns very many guns. He would have shot first and asked questions later. So I'm just <laughs> saying I have a good imagination. Yeah, you do. That's a good imagination. Yeah, so that, that yeah, that's really good because you know you <clears throat> having sex under his nose, his ass is that damn sleep. Not your real husband. I'm saying the guy in the in the in the, the story that he couldn't pick up on or even smell the aroma of the good sexual activity that had to been going on. He gonna ask you what's going on as if he maybe was having a wet dream. Right. That's what I would have called it, wet dream. But it would have been him thinking he was dreaming and he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, that was that was quite 
imaginative. So Trey, you said it was imaginative. Can you see yourself doing that? Not, yeah. <laughs> Why not, Trey? Yeah. Don't want to be a freak, Trey. Trey, be a freak. Come on now. Stop acting like you this perfect woman that don't do shit. Come on. Why, 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 why is she acting all shy? Yeah, yeah. What's up with the shyness? Come on, Trey. Why are you acting shy, Trey? What's cool? What's cool? You acting shy. I'm just, I'm, I'm saying you that. can't be shy on talk radio. Let's go. I want to know how this is. I didn't know what that was. You need to hit my inbox. I mean, because you're talking about you can't be shy. You didn't even want to say that. Be shy, I just I just see myself doing that. I mean that's that's hot. That that was oh yeah. Yeah, that is that is that's, hot. So you would do it, Trey? Okay. Hmm. Man in yeah, bed, you fucking another man. Man in bed, and you fucking another man. All right. <laughs> or or she might be messing with another woman. You never know. Hmm. That can be no, possible. No woman. No woman. I'm, I'm, no I'm just saying you are. I'm just saying this is this is imagined. Just saying you never you know. Keep in mind of the of the demographic. Keep in mind of the demographic, okay? Yeah. It definitely creates a moment. It definitely piques my interest doing something so risque. So, yeah. It's a good, it's a good illusion, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely. what most of them were. Like, I had some, I had one where a guy was washing the window and peeking into the girl masturbating. I had the cruise where people got together. I had one with a girl car broke down and um, she got up on the side of the road and she ended up masturbating in a guy's truck. It's just, it's a lot of stuff pertaining to self-love. There's a lot of girl-on-girl. There's a lot of threesome stuff. It's just, you know, I had to interview. I had to, the doctor's office. I just had a whole lot of stuff that was, that's risky. And that's what I liked about it. It was all stuff that you'd have to look behind your shoulder first before you did it. And I think that's what I the concept. So, Brenda, question, what made you come up with all these short stories? Well, I was writing for, like, two or three years in different rooms, and somebody – I just started writing, and then somebody showed me something one day where one of my stories that got shared thousands of times and bunch of hundreds and thousands of comments and people saying that she had a book, where is she, can I find her? But they had shared it. You know, when you share from place to place, place to place, place to place, you never find out who the original person is. So – that's when somebody approached me with it and was like, you know, you need to be doing something different. And then I started talking to my publisher, which is Ronnie Dawson. And he was like, yeah, let's do it. And, you know, just give me this many stories and we'll do it based on your pre-sales. And luckily I had people who did pre-sales. They actually bought the book 30 days before it came out to actually pay for the book. You know, so it, it's just, and I'm still writing. I'm writing today stories that I make up, which I really shouldn't be because I'm working on my second book. But, I just have a vivid imagination. I could just sit and think up some stuff. Like I sat and set up with a girl at my job. I, I made it clear between us, me and her, and she looked at me for like two weeks, and I couldn't figure out why. And so she finally was like, I wonder if it ever happened. No, no, it didn't happen. I just made that shit up. So yeah, but see, in her mind, in her mind, she didn't think that he was making up. She was serious. Right. Yeah, she was like, she's thinking that she's been practicing and did this. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, because I'll let like, you if you want me to. I was like, oh, no, I don't want you with me. No, thank you. Because she's like, we're going to do it. She's like, we can do it if you want. And I was like, no, we're not doing it. So it was okay. just. 
Well, you know, in her mind, she it did happen. Yeah, in her mind, it made her pussy wet. And if you would have touched her arm or something, she would have jumped you at work. Well, we were playing around, and she grabbed me, playing around. She just grabbed me and was trying to give me a kiss on my cheek, and I pulled away. And I said, that would be a cute picture, and I snapped it. I did a story based off that picture. So after that, it was over. That's how my imagination works. That's how I just do it off that. And for like two weeks, she looked at me weird and just wouldn't say nothing. I was like, and I asked her, I said, what the hell is your problem? She was like, um, you know, I know we went out a couple of times, and we we have went out a couple of times, and, you know, has, did that really happen? I said, hell no, that didn't happen. I don't do no drugs, and I can't hear the alcohol. So I didn't know if that should happen. <laughs> so, uh-huh. You know, sometimes people just can't accept some things, and sometimes they can. And maybe that might have been something that sparked that you did with her that she already had in her 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 inner, inner self, and you just brought it over the edge where it was enough to come out, and now she don't know how to handle. You just happen to be that thing that, that brought it over to the edge. Does that make sense? It does make sense. It does. I just, I just to me, like, you know what type of person I am. You know I have this crazy imagination. How did you actually yeah. believe that that should happen? But everybody doesn't have the same mindset that you have. They They hear it, and they're like, damn. You know, because a lot of times I, I get people asking me, did I really do this shit or is this really, you know, they, they want to know if you really done it. That's why they look at you differently after they read some of your stuff because it's so vivid and it's so, uh, they see themselves wow. in it when they're reading it. They will say, okay, well, damn, she couldn't have made this up. She had to do this or he had to do right. this. You know, I get that all the time. But, you know, when you tell them, no, I just made this up, this, this shit ain't happening. You know, and when they start talking about your characters like real people, that's when you know you got them. Yeah, because I did one with the cop. You know, I did one with the cop, and I did it with the blue lights, you know. how uh, I got pulled over, and, and I did all these sexual things, and my husband's a law enforcement official. So, you know, my mom to this day is like, you and that nasty cop did that. I'm like, we didn't do that. We might have played in the backyard with the blue lights, and we didn't do that, you know. We didn't do that. The story I wrote, we did not do that. It's, it's interesting. You know, and I'd be questioning to myself, has you pulled over anybody that did that? <laughs> Ever since then, everybody who knew he was, it was like, y'all did that. Everybody who read the book who knows him was like, you and your husband did that, didn't y'all? I'm like, no, we didn't do that. You know, I like the cruise. This girl was like, I want to go on a cruise just because of the story about the cruise. And I want to go, she was like, you and your husband do that on a cruise? I was like, no, we didn't do that. But it's but it's but it, you, it can happen though. That's the thing that that gets people is because they're they're attainable uh, fantasies. They're not something that's so far fetched that you can't do. It's something that can be done. Or like I said, it could be a new spark of something that you have created that now they want to try. Right. That's all it is. And you have that yeah. talent. Be happy that you have that talent, and not try to understand it, but just give it. Like you've been doing, you know. Uh, it's like Zane when you said you were doing blogs. You know, she started like that, getting blogs, and people started asking her relationship advice, and she took all those and put them in a book, and then and then she started writing books on it. So you know, it's just it's a beginning, it's a start. So you know where you're at now. You're doing plays. 
So eventually it's going to be movies. And, and and then when you get there, just don't forget that you know me and shit. And, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> don't don't act like you don't know who I am no more. Your nose get up in the air and shit. And, uh, you know, it's it's all good. Oh, shit, you're going to be the first person I block. What the hell are you talking about? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> See, I had a podcast and mid conversation. No, I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> I don't do that. But that's good. I do that so, to so, so that's just how it is, you know. You 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 um you bring a you bring and that's what it's all about. Bringing a type of entertainment to the table that um, makes intrigues people and make them want to crave more, and that's what it's all about. Uh, being different, like we were talking about earlier with the girl with the play that she wanted to do. She has an ideal, but she don't know how to present her ideal. She don't know how to put it out there. It just She just kept going around in circles on whatever it is that she was trying to do, and nobody understands it because it's all in her mind. She don't know how to bring it out of her her concept so that everybody can see what it is. Right, her presentation was not very good. So she could, maybe it's not that bad. It was just that presentation. Well, I will tell you, I've had this idea about the plays. Uh, maybe three or four years before my book was even out. But then my husband, because I was going to do the plays first. And my husband stopped me and said, Mary, why don't you write your book first? Because then you'll have something to base the plays off of. But I've had this concept. Like, I knew what I wanted to do from the beginning. I knew how I wanted it to look. I knew what I was going for. I knew the looks that I was going for. I knew that the girl that I wanted dancing behind my silhouette curtain had to be very sexy because of the image I wanted to portray behind that um, curtain. And I knew exactly what I wanted. So that that's your right. Presentation, presentation. I thought about it a lot. You know, I got this in line, got that in line. And I knew what I wanted to do ahead of time. I know what I want to do. I want to have the type of plays that when people leave, they go home and have sex. I want to have the type of plays that maybe a couple who comes into my play that ain't been having sex, she giving them a blowjob on the way home. And it's all because of how you felt at my play. So that's what I want. That's my whole idea that I want. I want to be able to bring stock back into couples. You know, if you're not doing it, get you to doing it. So that's my concept. That's the idea that I have on my page. Just like my book. Um, this girl said her and her husband don't really have sex. She read that book and she said she'd been raping her husband for two days afterwards. And to me, that's something that makes me feel good because it lets me know that what I did worked and what I was shooting for happened. All right, well, that's what you gotta do you gotta you gotta go for it and make it be what it is, and that's how it works for sure so if you don't do it, then that's it. It's just gonna be what it is, nothing, yep, I know people who now got books down, they're not doing nothing with them. They're not really promoting them. That's one thing I'll say about my publishing company, Broken Bar Publishing. And that's for anybody else out there who has a book that's not going where it needs to. You know, look me up. Look up Monty Dawson. We have an awesome website for Broken Bar Publishing that he'll publish your book and promote your book on there. You know, if you don't have anybody backing you and you just write a book and the book is sitting there, it's just collecting, collecting dust on the shelf. The main objective here is to get books moving, make money, and the way my mind works, I have a type of mind that I'm gonna make. I'm gonna do something. My 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 um wheels consistently spin on stuff I'm gonna do. You know, and if you want to be that type of person who just puts it out there and don't do nothing with it, you know, then you just waste the time. Call yourself an author. That's it. An author. That's what you'll be. But if you want to do something that moves people 
and, and speaks volumes, you got to get out there and go for it. Right. That's it. You've heard it from her. She has told you. Now it's up to you to make it so. You got to make it so. But she's absolutely right. That's the only way it's going to get out there. You know, you have to promote yourself. And a lot of people who, who write these books, they think that if they give it a company, that that company is going to do all the work for them. And that's not, that's the wrong concept. They need to understand that you have to sell yourself. The book is that's not the brand. Right. You are the brand. A lot of times you they think the book is the brand. You've got to sell yourself so that people can come back to you, to your books or to your craft, whatever that may be. That's right. Or follow your other endeavors, you know, because you can have other things going on, like myself, where there's more than just the book. So you definitely have to market yourself. You have to brand yourself, and you have to promote yourself, you know. It starts with you. Yep, and it's, if you don't do it, then you're going to be somebody wasting. Yep. And you don't want to be wasting time, that's for sure. If you if you don't want right. to do it, then, then don't do not do it. Exactly. So that's that's my whole attitude. When, like I said, when somebody asked me, I had to write a bio the other day. And when I wrote this bio the other day, I was like, um, you know how you write a bio and then you go back and stop and look at it? And mm-hmm. then I look at everything that I'm doing and I'm like, how, do, how am I finding time for the day, you know, when I stopped and read it? And read everything that I've done, done over like the last past year, you know, I was thinking about it and I was like, when, when did I do all this? Like, where have I been? And it's funny because I have to keep updating my bio and adding to it. Every time I go look at it to share it, like somebody says, send me your bio for something, for a show or something. I'm like, um, I was just in, I was in um, Working Women's Entrepreneur Magazine. And the girl was like, well, you know, you need to go. We, pick, we selected you to send me a bio. And I had to add, like, three things to this bio. And to me, that's a good thing because when you add in stuff to bios, you're just not reading about somebody's life. You know, you're actually reading something. You can be like, wow. And it kind of took me back because I had to stop and look at it. I'm like, did I do all that? So, like I said, get out there and do it. And I kind of get that too, Brenda, because, like, a lot of things, just like you, how you have to write a bio and then you just go, like, how do I find the time to, you know, put everything together and, and, you know, get it done? It's the same thing with myself. And I look at myself as well and just go, how do I do all this? How do I manage to dedicate my time to all these different things that I'm involved with and still manage to, you know, try to be a first-time author and get my book out there? And it's just crazy because you just don't realize how much you're doing until you have to sit down and you have to, like, list it all. And then you just go, I really am superwoman. <laughs> yeah, like somebody was like, why don't you return my call? And I actually put it on my timeline one day. Because they rudely came on my timeline and put, I'm tired of you not returning my call. I said, well, I'm a full-time mother. I'm a full-time wife. I was author, radio host, calendar diva, say right. Um, helping somebody with uh, becoming mayor. On top of that, mentoring other people to do better with their lives. With their lives. I said, so when you look at my schedule, ask me again, why the hell have I, not, have I returned your call? And then I blocked her. She ain't going to never get no call now. 
Don't put me out on blast like that. But it takes something like that for you to realize exactly what you do. Yeah. Well, I know exactly what you're saying, and it's rough. But that's what it is. Like, you know, I'm I'm I've uh, I'm in the process right now of, of finishing up a screenplay and I'm going to get it done and I'm gonna get it out there. Uh okay. but you gotta do it. You know, you have to put yourself you have to put yourself in in, in this where you can do it. And you can't be waiting on somebody else to do it. You know, I could have sat here and said, Well, I want somebody else to do this uh screenplay, I'm not gonna do it myself. But who better can write it than your own than you because it's your idea than to try to get somebody right. to take your book and write it into a screenplay. Yep, that's so. why I didn't put out what I was doing. I didn't put it out until I after I did it because everybody wanted to know. Everybody was like, "Well, give me some more details." I said, "I'm gonna wait for me to do it first because once I did it and I did it and it's out there, and I went ahead and got it patent. Once I did that, can't nobody turn around and say, well, 'Well, I'm gonna do this.'" Because it was my idea. No, I went and got a patent before I did it. It was my production. I went and got a patent before I did it. Because I knew that later on down the line, something different's going to come out, somebody else going to try to do it. And they could. They could. But I did it first. And I did it with class, not trash. I didn't do it like the Because, you know, there's some nasty shows out there that they just be straight having sex. I've seen one. I went to one. And I couldn't understand the concept. All I remember they was having sex. That's not what my plays are about. There's no penetration. Everybody got their clothes on. But behind that curtain, it don't look like anybody have on any clothes. Right. So that's what it's about. It's about imagination and giving you something to think about and wanting. Like I said, when I get home, I'm going to be home in about 10 minutes. I'm going to post a video of um, the girl performing, and I want you to for you too. I might tag both of you on it. Just look at this play. Look at this girl dancing. And then think of the concept of a whole play behind the curtain just like that. The central music, it was central music being played, and the story was being read, and it was actors behind there interacting. So it was sexy. Yeah, I bet. Especially after what you read. So now, let me ask uh, my brother if he's still on the line. What if she read another paragraph or something from her book? How would that make you feel? Would you be wanting to hear that, or are you good at, You good to go now? You don't need any more. He's, He's still there. He might be on mute. He might be taking care of some private stuff. I don't know. Anyway, he's there. Really? <laughs> but uh, My bad, my bad. Now it's 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 very interesting though. I mean it's it's very creative or that. It's a good story. So would you would you want to hear something else? Yeah, I like to hear more. Say no. Okay, <laughs> okay Brenda. Yeah, I mean it's because it, I mean it, like you said, it, it's something that could be real, you know. So it's it's something that actually could happen. That's and that's like like a rush or something. It's, it's very intense. So, I mean, it's, 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 it's exciting. Right. And, you know, that that catch a lot of females' eyes. They give them a lot of ideas and stuff like that. So that's it. That's what it'll it, it, it catch, it catch that audience. 
only one more. Okay, so this one is called The Interview. It was a nice day, and she had an interview. As she went into the office down for an interview, she noticed a small, tall, black, and handsome man came over. He smelled so good, he just looked delicious. As she looked at him, she couldn't help but gaze up at his big, brown, beautiful eyes. He shook her hand and asked her her name. He told her, please have a seat for your interview. As she sat down, her nipples began to get hard. She was wearing a white T-shirt, or not a white T-shirt, but a white flannel shirt, but the buttons were wide open, and you can see a lot of sleeves. This day, she decided not to wear any more. Her nipples were piercing through that shirt. As the man began to interview her, he couldn't help but look down. He was talking, but his eyes were down, and she was watching him. So he asked her, what do you look for in the interview? She said, the type of job that I want, I want the type of job that I can work nine to five. I can be worked out really good. Sometimes I'm tired. I like the type of job that contains to lots of fluids and just a great place to work. He said, well, I think I have the job for you. He told her, go ahead and get undressed and stand over there. I'm going to start the interview process. As he pulled her up on the table, he began to taste her. It was so good she could do nothing but moan. As he told her, sit still, it's a part of the interview, he began to stick his tongue further in her. He held on to the table and she began to moan. She looked up at him, and he said, wait, I'm not done yet. As he brought in someone else, he called someone on the phone and said, come in, we're having an interview. Another tall, dark, and handsome man comes into the room. He holds, holds one leg up. He begins to taste her, too. As they pull out their already cock so hard, they say to her, are you ready to begin your interview? She says, yes. She leans over on the table, and one man begins to have sex with her. As he's having sex with her, the other one comes around and sticks his cock in her mouth. She's holding on to the table, not knowing what to do, thinking to herself, am I going to get this job? I need this money. So she's taking it in in every way she can. As they switch places, turning her over, she's now laid over on her back. One man, he's inside of her while the other one's in her mouth. She's moaning, there's pumping. As she hears that someone knocks on the door, a woman comes in. The woman comes in and says, have you guys started this interview without me? Tells both of the men to bend over, now take your punishment. She pulls out a paddle and begins to spank them. As the woman is sitting there in awe, thinking to herself, is this the type of job that I'm going to be in? The woman comes over to her and begins to suck on her nipples. As she's sucking on her nipples, the other man comes over, has sex with her again, over and over and over again, over and over again. He pulls up her legs and begins to fuck her hard. She's starting to scream out, yelling that she's coming. He's telling her, not yet. If you come, you don't get this job. He bends her over as the other one comes with a much bigger and harder cock. 
he begins to fuck her, fuck her harder. The woman's standing in front of them with the paddle, saying, if you don't fuck her hard, I'm going to beat you real bad. He begins to fuck her harder and harder, and she begins to moan. <sighs> As she begins to moan and come, he pulls out. And he says, now, sit down. You've got the job. Let's go ahead and retire to our house to continue this interview. The end. Wow. (laughs) Okay, Trey. I'm glad I'm not looking for a job. (laughs) Trey is always trying to be innocent and shit. Boy, I tell you. Innocent. Trey, 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 is Trey. Funny. I like Trey. <laughs> Trey always trying to be innocent. I'm not trying to be innocent. You said yeah, if you went to an innocent. interview. So what, so, so what would you do, Trey, if you was in an interview and all this stuff started happening? Would you call rape or would you go on with it? Or I mean, say, say the job was, say it was like a $500,000 a year job. Would you do all that shit for that? Oh, you know what? And and your money is already in your bank account right now. You only live once. So you would do it. Well, not five hundred thousand though. What if it was? What if it was only uh one hundred fifty thousand? No, it has to be five hundred thousand dollars. Oh, so you have a price. So you have a price. A a price. Okay. Everybody has a price for the million dollar man. Interesting. I'm I'm sorry, I didn't hear what the caller said. I said everybody has a price for the million dollar man, huh? Well yeah. Okay. So so is Brenda uh the second Brenda still on the line? No, she had to go. Oh, okay. Yeah, she had to go yeah. feed our husband. Oh, okay. She's feeding y'all husband. Okay. Well, uh, that was interesting. Very interesting. Now, what was she interviewing? What was she interviewing for, though? For sexual pleasure? Was she interviewing to be a a part of the foursome? He was interviewing to be a secretary. So the concept is, what does secretary really do? I'm just saying. So you think you know how secretaries do everything? So you think secretaries fuck? I don't know, but they be getting coffee and be taking orders. I don't know. I'm not saying that. Any secretaries online? I don't know. I'm not blaming. I'm not judging y'all. Well, shit, if they getting it, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, damn. <laughs> I, I'm sure she wasn't uh, doing it for five hundred thousand, though. She was a secretary. That's a hell of an executive secretary, Trey. Five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Some secretaries get paid a lot of money. I want you to. I wish you could write. I, I might even do it myself. I don't have to have you do it. I need to write a damn story about Trey. <laughs> the freaky side of Trey. That's what I ought to call it. Why read really? and put her patrol Trey will come into a room all nice and quiet, sneaking. Yeah, she'd be all standing all, in the corner, keeping around the corner. Yeah. yeah, 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 innocent and shit, and then all of a sudden, there he is. 
Is that the one chocolate on motherfucker that can change her life. <laughs> wow. I'd fuck him for calling you, but I ain't going to let him know that, says Trey. Okay, I'm going to see how this motherfucker get to me. Anyway, no, I'm just fucking you. Go ahead. You're just, you're just teasing me now. Come on, man. He's not. Yeah, Trey's, my, Trey's my girl. I, I I do it, though. If she wanted to be in a sexual. I'd write it. You know what? That would be something very interesting to have you write a sexual piece about myself and somebody. You have to do I that. Can do that. Because I mean, I'm thinking about the, the next project after I finish the one I'm on is to do some short stories, because I've written a whole bunch of novels. I think now I'm going to start doing some shorts, some sexual shorts, and do novelas instead of doing whole novels, uh, because I have 16 of them out there right now. I think if I was to do some short stories and maybe have some, you know, like kind of like what, what, what uh, Brenda's doing, but not necessarily getting the plays or anything, but just having some shorts where people can read, some, or even doing some anthologies, maybe with Brenda or, or some people. And they just write some stuff. I, I want to do a couple of those for a while before I get back into a full-fledged novel again. Because when I do Charlie Necro, that shit's going to be off the fucking chain. He is crazy, and he's going to be sexually fucking crazy, fucking dead motherfuckers. But anyway, that's a whole different story. So if, if he did do that, would you enjoy that, knowing that you were in one of his fantasies? Would you like that? Or would you want him to change your name? You know what? I think I would enjoy that. So use your name, I, or use a different name, like instead of Trey, be well, Tracy. Yeah, but you know, it's, it's really you. But you know, yeah, not you know. If I had some kind of alias, I would definitely. What is what? Is, what are your aliases? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, oh my god, I don't have an alias. I'm just, She'll be Trey the freak. That'll be her name. <laughs> well, Brenda, Brenda, do you have or an you alias? Can me, or, or you can um, like I know. Um, Chardonnay or oh hell no, nah. I ain't using no bullshit name like Chardonnay. <laughs> Brenda, Brenda. So what's Brenda's fucking Brenda, goddamn what wine? Doing? Some wine. Oh my goodness. Or Lexus or or fucking goddamn no. Or hers is Yours diamond. Mine's is diamond. Yeah, so when Brenda I used to call them to the poetry shows, oh. diamond. When I used to call them to the poetry shows. They didn't know what I was going to share until they heard me speak. So they didn't know if Diamond was coming on or if Brenda was coming on. So Diamond was the one in shows who would share just straight erotica, raw stuff, um, to where so, Brenda would share conscience pieces. So, so right now we're talking to Brenda, but when you read those short stories, are we talking about Diamond? Yeah, you're talking, definitely talking about Diamond now. Definitely. Okay. I mean, the only oh, reason why I didn't change it to Diamond is because there were so many people who already knew me based on my writing. There was already, you know, so many people, so I didn't want them to, because I know a lot of people do books, and they don't use, they don't use their name. They use somebody else's name. And the they only reason why I didn't want to do that, yeah, and the only reason I didn't want to do that is because, like, I know somebody who did a book, and they use somebody else's name and somebody else's picture. And to be honest with you, I don't know... I don't know how um, good their book is actually even doing, you know, so or I, I haven't never, heard anything about their book. I wouldn't use nobody else's picture, but a pseudonym is good. I mean, it's yeah. still you. They use a different name and a different picture. Why would they do that? But you know what? Yeah, 
I was just about to say, not not to interrupt, Red, if you were to write a piece about me, I guess you could use Trey. I mean, just I would story. use Trey. You know, see, hey, 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 that, see, see, first of all, if I'm a writer, I won't use Trey. I won't use your last name, but I would use Trey. Yeah. I'll give you some other. I'll Trey, give you some. Trey can be your first some, name some, or your last name. You don't. You don't know. Well, I can give you. I, your name will be Trey something. I'll give you some kind of a sexual last name, and just have your ass right. out there doing some shit. Matter of fact, I'm. I, I might do that. <laughs> I think I, I'm. I'm interested in that. Hell, I might even make I'll, you one of the characters in the book I got now. I could change one of the people and make it make it Trey. The book's not out yet. You know what? And I would like to read that to see how you could how you could portray me. In a fa- in a fantasy in in your writing, how you could portray me? What I would do is I would be, make you. I would try to make you the person that you try to act like you are, innocent, and then have you be and shy and, and shy. Hell yeah! I gotta act she, like she's like innocent. innocent and shy, but that's well, whole, I mean, you're gonna be you're gonna be shy. innocent in the book until you get into a sexual situation. Yeah, and that's what's gonna happen. Y'all yeah, remember? I don't know if y'all remember. Y'all remember? Matter of fact, I saw it on TV last night. Uh, trio, trios. Just like that, the girl was all innocent and didn't know anything, but they brought that out of her, that uh, that sexual experience. They brought it out of her. That was Monica. Mm. Yeah, go ahead, Red. Make new character in your book. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So I can read it, and then we can have a discussion about her. <laughs> oh, sweet. You got a wow. proof? You got a. I got I'm intrigued too. I want. I want to. I want to read it too when you get it done. Yeah. So let me ask oh, you. Who uh, wants to read about how I'm portrayed in this in this character? Yeah. So, you sir. Just by, just me, the, just by me sitting here listening to you on this conversation, I'm intrigued too. Just like, hmm. So are you a writer yourself, sir? No, I'm not a writer. I did. I did. And just jot down little things. You know, I'm not no writer I'm like like Brenda. I'm not like that. You know, my imagination is not like hers. You know, if it comes to me, you just write it down. You know, I have a good imagination sometimes. You know. Yeah. Okay, Red. There you go. You got the green light. Have to write a story about me. So, do you want a whole a whole novel about you? You don't have to write a whole novel about me, but I would like to. Read what you have. She want a she want a, a a beginning, middle, and end. She want a, 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 a beginning, middle, and end. So she with the whole fantasy. You know how you walk into the room and and the brothers looking at you know they want the whole like the movie scene like yeah that's what she wants yeah. I would I would I am very curious to see how you could how you could portray me. Yeah, you know what? I'll do one too. I'll do. I'll put it in the word sexy radio room. I'll do one tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, I got one already that kind of reminds me of something that you would do, and it's 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 off of Jamie Foxx's blaming on the alcohol. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh God! I can see you right now. In this damn, you're in Atlanta. You're in a a club in Atlanta. And the club is popping. It's crowded. Standing room only. Nobody can get around but without rubbing on somebody or whatever. You're at the bar. A bunch of people around you at the bar, right? 
this guy comes up okay. and presses up against the back of you because your back is, you know, you're facing the bar. You can see there's mirrors there, but you can't really see the people's face. But then this guy with this blue hat comes up to you. You're trying to figure out who is it. He's pressing up on you. All of a sudden, this song comes on, and you've been drinking. You've been feeling good, drinking your alcohol, and all of a sudden, you feel him penetrate you. But you're like, I don't know. Why is he doing this? I don't even know who this is. But you can't get away because it's so crowded in the room that you're stuck. Then all of a sudden, you start feeling like, well, I'm going to go on with this. This guy is making love to you. He's sticking his dick in you. He's making love to you. He's doing it all in your mind while this is going on. It's feeling good, but you're still feeling, is he giving me AIDS? Is he, is he fucking me up? What is he doing? But you continue to go along with it. He busts a nut. You enjoy what he's done, and you come yourself. Then all of a sudden, you look around, you turn around to see where he is, and he's gone. Then you ask the bartender, well, where did he go? There was a guy that was standing by him. Did you see where he went? He said, yeah, the guy with the blue hat, he, he paid your bill, and then he left. And you're like, damn, blame it on the alcohol. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's, that's good. I like that. I like that. At least he paid my bill. Oh. Yeah. At all that you were, like, paying your bill? Come on. <laughs> really? Okay, Red. That was, that was, that was good. But that we got to still good. write a story about you. That was just telling. Yeah, that was just giving me some kind of a, you know. But see, I would, change it up. I, I would change it up. I would have her in a car driving along, she's listening to her music, you know, and then she's stopping the stop sign, you know, changing the radio station, her, changing the radio station, her favorite song come on, she look up, and she see the brother across in the next car, checking her out. See, I mean, I'll change it up a little bit, you know. <laughs> For somebody who don't, who don't write, you show, you show got no, a I mean, story. No, I don't, I mean, I can have a good imagination. I don't know, man, I don't write, but I have a good imagination. I can, I can just picture it. Or even better, you know, when we do a car scene, say she might be out jogging or running, and she might see the brother playing basketball, and it's stopping her tracks and seeing, you know, you can change it up. That's how I can see Trey. No, that's a actually that's a good one right there, basketball. I like. Yeah, that. that's that. Yeah, that actually kind of got me like. Hmm, okay. See, and it, and, <laughs> and the character, the character looks like uh, I'm gonna have to say light skinned guy. It's gonna have to be. Uh, Michael Ely or something out there playing basketball. He's sweating. No, Michael Ely. Oh, Trey, what, what Trey, you, you light skin, brown skin, what? Not brown skin. Okay, brown skin. So, so. Maybe Trey's a Tyrese type. Yeah, yeah. She like Tyrese Moore's chestnut type. That's how she seen playing no. basketball. She... No? No? Not that dark. No? Okay. Not that dark, no. Okay, hold up. Let me let me go back. Um, uh, more like like Drake. <laughs> no, I guess not Drake. No. <laughs> okay, that's too dark. Okay, more, give me give me. Like Idris, so I, I guess Idris would be more of what Tyrese and yeah, more Chestnut. Yeah. yeah. I, okay, okay, but I'm just saying they 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 are they are a little darker, but. Yes, I would have to say on the lines of Idris. Andrews, that yeah, motherfucker. He's always getting some damn women wanting him, and he don't even want black women. No, I'm just, I take that back. Okay, <laughs> Idris okay. Elba. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, okay. okay. Well, do you want Ildris to speak his own language, or you want him to speak act his part and speak like a hood nigga? No, he has to speak his 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 native his his accent. He has to be who he is, not the actor. He needs to be himself. Do you want him to be the Englishman? Yeah, the Englishman. Absolutely. You want him to be the same way he was playing in um, Mandela? No, I, I want him to be the. the oh, I got somebody else for you. What about? Oh, you don't want him to be. You don't want him to be Stringer Bell. No. Even though he was. High you want though. you want the complexion like Tank? No. Mm-mm. No, dang! You gotta be interested, Elba. Okay. Not even, not even Denzel. <laughs> no, no Denzel. Denzel too old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, like okay, interest elbow like you know you out in the park, you running past and and you see them boys playing ball, but one just sticks out and they got you stopping and you checking my man out playing basketball. Yeah. Brenda, you writing this down, Brenda? No. This, this is the story right here. A dude on the no, I'm gonna write it down. I'm gonna do somebody about a fantasy. No, I got this one. Is, I'm gonna do one. This is the story right here about a guy talking to a girl on a on a talk show about a fantasy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know about that. Okay, so mm-hmm. caller. You you got me in a basket. You you got me in a position looking at a guy playing basketball. So do you want to continue with that? I mean, yeah, that that I, that'll seem. I mean, I like that. You know. I heard playing the basketball tape, you know. What you like you like sports? Trey? Basketball is actually my favorite. Okay, who's your favorite basketball player? Oh God. I'm just You gotta pick one. Story. Okay, I'll give you two. Pick two right quick. Pick two. Michael Jordan and Okay. Carmelo Anthony. How about that? Okay. Okay. Are you are you like an athletic type, fit type person? You go to the gym, you know? Absolutely not. <laughs> I wonder how long I'm gonna let this go. Anyway, uh, yeah, I know. See, before we go any further in this fantasy thing, Brenda, tell us how people can get your book and stuff. You can get my book on Amazon.com, um, Books a Million, and Barnes and Noble. You can also get it from um, Broken Balls Publishing, or if you want an actual signed copy, you can get it from me, because those copies, people learned that the hard way. They don't come from any of those places signed. Um, but it's all those places I just said, and it's Explicit Expressions by Brenda Williams, and it's the book with the sexy red lips. Oh, wow, nice. Okay, and you know what? I just want to ask Brenda um, as well before we end the show. Is there a way that we can kind of keep up with where your plays are going to be? Because I really want to check out one of your plays. So I would like to know, like, where you are to kind of know where I am to, you know, definitely come out and, and support and experience, you know, the Brenda Williams experience, if you will. Yeah, she wanna, she, wanna, um, she wanna come out there and get hot and shit and jack off in the audience. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Self love is the that. best love ever. No, it's um, nothing wrong with rubbing yourself. Go ahead. 
No, it's not. It's self-love. When I put them on my timeline, um, I put on my timeline definitely um, where that play is going to be. You'll start seeing me promoting it closer to it. I probably promote it for about two, two and a half months. Um, Because I know right now I have people asking me in other states, can I be in your play? Can I be an actor in your play? So I have people um, more or less leaning towards Georgia from the next stop, and then I'm going to keep it moving after that. But um, I more or less will put it all over my timeline. You'll see me consistently. I'll probably put it up there every day, every other day, this many days, that many days. Um, So that's something I do. And then I'm working on the snippet video. And I'm definitely going to get you guys, I'm going to put it on my timeline probably in about five minutes. I'm going to put it on there as a girl dancing in the blue, with the blue silhouette. Okay. So, Brenda, when is, you, when is your show that you do? My show is um, every single Thursday at 9 p.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time. Um, and I will just tell you that my show is raw, and that also will be on my timeline. It's raw because it's Speak Your Mind Radio, and you just say whatever – Say whatever's on your mind. But I'll tell you what, I, there'll be some crazy stuff on there. There'll be some real crazy. Right, you know, and I could imagine what this week's going to be like. But it's it's every single Thursday, 9 p.m. Oh, okay. When are you going to have some more freaky dudes on your show? Probably this week wanna, because of the topic. I need to have some freaky women on there, man. You know, be tripping well, back then. It was all guys um, that day. I had um, Squirting 101 when I had that show. Oh, there was some freaks on there. They were saying all types of stuff. They were giving advice on how to make it happen. They were giving advice on just, it was crazy. It was a crazy show. So I have them every now and then. Um, I've been more or less doing world topics. I try to do world topics, something risky. World topics, something risky. So this week is something risky. Wow. Hmm. Well, I kind of like on. that that title, flirt one flirting one on one. Is that what it was? Flirting, flirting one on one. Um, we had people call in who told us about it. We had people call in who was actually doing it. And at one point, I had to mute the phone. You know, it, it's just like we had people call in that was like, you know, this is what you do. So I guess two people was doing it, and they was trying to do what, what they was told to be done. And I was like, wait a minute, that's not that type of party. And I was like, at that point, I wish I had video for my show because then maybe everybody would have seen it. But Well, you started doing like, Skype and have everybody Skype in. I started to do that, but I was like, no, as risky as they be, I don't need all of that. I, I, Blog Talk, be don't shut me down. Well, um, see, the thing is, they, if you start doing Skype stuff, they're going to want you to uh, they're gonna want you to do things and be watched because you'll have all these guys that will be calling in trying to watch you. I know. I know. I have people who listen to my show now, call my show now, and they just listen. They don't say nothing. I've got at least 30 to 35 people who just sit online. They don't never press one. They just sit there. They be on that show from the time the show come on to the time to go off. Mm-hmm. I can literally read their numbers out. But it's okay. They're fans. They're loyal fans. So I don't mind. And you have some. They don't want to talk. They just like listening. We get that a lot yep, here. Yep, and I get an inbox. Yep. I get an inbox. They just, just want to hear them. so sexy. Yeah, they just want to hear what's going on. They don't want to necessarily, necessarily, you know, say anything. I hate when you when you approach them and then they hang up on you. Like well, they feel good. Well, I know one thing I don't do. I'm not gonna approach you unless you press one. And I know I have like, people who get mad. Cause, yep. It's like they feel guilty that you said something to them 
Oh, I've got busted. Yeah, that's right. I didn't mean to press one. What the hell you press one for? Or they have to go and repent because they were listening. Mm. Brenda, let me tell you something real quick. We had this girl come on the show, and she tried to turn it into an evangelistic service. What? <laughs> We're sexy radio. Are you right? serious? Yep. Are you serious? I am. Am I telling the truth, Trey? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I got rid of a host because he told me that he couldn't promote my stuff on his page because of the church. But you on this nasty ass show as a host. So holler. Wait a minute, holler, he's a host. Really. He, he's a host and he can't average what? He was one of my hosts on my show. Uh-huh. He told me he told me that basically he can't he only he would only promote certain topics. But if it was a risky topic, you wouldn't see that shit nowhere on his timeline. So he told me that he couldn't promote it because of the church. Okay, you then don't then get the hell off my show then. Bottom line. Yeah, why was he on the show? Then. Yeah, why was he on the he show? Was a he host. Handle, um, yeah, I know. He was a good host too. He was a good host. He was a good host, but I had to, I got that's how come I'm solo right now. I got rid of him for that. I got rid of two dudes for so consistently referring to women as bitches, and I do not do that word at all. I think that's the most disrespectful word you could ever call a woman. So when they Absolutely. kept referring to women as that, I got rid of them. Then I had other people who just didn't want to dedicate their time. So then I said, you know what? It's my blog talk. It's my show. I'm going to do it on my own because when I decide I want to cancel a show because I got shit to do, I won't have to hear nobody else's mouth. I can just cancel it. Right, exactly. And I've been doing it solo now for almost six months now, and I tell you what, it's been great since I've been solo because I haven't had to apologize for stuff that my host says consistently. Right. Trey, have I called anybody a bitch on here before, any with females? Uh, no, I can't say that I recall you ever doing that. Yeah. No. You can say whatever else you want to say, but that word to me... It's the most disrespectful thing you could ever call a woman. I'm just wondering and if I ever explain, if I ever explain, like these bitches be no. I, I don't think I've ever done that on him. No, I, I've never heard you make reference. I've never heard you say it. No, mm-hmm. I've never heard it either. I might say these hoes or something like that, but I ain't. I, no. <laughs> I would tell you if wow. I'd be like, "Red, you you're doing a little too much now." I, I no, I've never done that. I don't. I don't just. I don't try to disrespect nobody like that. I really don't. Um, oh. Unless you, unless you warrant, unless, unless you warrant it, then I'll give it to you. It was that word and the N word. One host kept using the N word, and I was like, nope. I said because I got plenty of white people to call my show, so stop it. How can yeah. you be using that word? Stop it. So I got. I got actually. I had. One, two, I had like five or six hosts, and I just got, I had to get rid of them. Like at one time, it was four of us when I first started. I got rid of them three, got rid of two, then I put, let one come back, and I got rid of him, then I just, and then I just got tired of them. It was like, it's too much trouble because if I promote my own show, I put my promote, I'm in 500 different Facebook rooms, so I make sure that my show is in every single room. And if I'm in a room that I can't put my show in, I leave. 
If I can't promote my show and my book in your room, I leave. That's just my attitude. Yeah, because, I mean, and you should be that way because why would they want you in there if you can't be who you are? Right. You got some private groups just like that. No promoting. Why? Well, you're not going to promote my face because I'm damn sure not going to post my picture in here then. You know, how can you tell somebody no promoting but you got ass and titties everywhere? You're promoting ass and titties. But I can't promote something that's, that's, that is good. I can't promote something that's actually causing somebody to use their damn brain to read. But you got up here ass and titties all over the place. That, to me, that's promoting because that's promoting sex. Well, what else can it promote? It, it, promotes, it can't be nothing else but. I mean, I don't get that. Yeah, how could that's you say like, no promoting but you got ass and titties everywhere? Well, that's, that's just like, um, and I'm not just hitting women because men do stupid stuff too, but a lot of times you have these women putting all these pictures out here on on on, on uh, Facebook, and then when somebody starts somebody that they don't want to come at them, then they want to say the guy's disrespecting them because they got all this shit out here. Now you got your titties all over the place, you got everything showing, and then when you right. attract the wrong person, you get upset. Right, but it starts with you because you are. It does start with you out. because you, it's how and you train yourself. Right. If you put yourself out there like you are a hoe, that's how they are going to treat you. And I totally, I, I totally get that because that's why when I post pictures, I'm very careful about what I post, how I post it, what I have on, because I don't want to be addressed in a negative way. Because I'm not trying to put my pictures out there to be portrayed in a negative way. So I definitely don't want to be addressed by that. Well, you know, so people people are gonna say anything about pictures, regardless the way you dress, if you got clothes on, not clothes on. People gonna have something negative to say anyway because they're just jealous, you know. That's true, but if I got all my boobs out and somebody's making a reference to, oh, you know, I want to suck on your breast or whatever. I mean, I'm kind of putting myself out there like that. I mean, I I could take it better if I was covered up and you made that comment versus me having it out and then you make a comment like that. Yeah, I mean, because you're asking for the treatment that you're getting. But some people, you can't tell them. They think that it's my right, they're my titties, if I want to put them out there. You're right, they are yours, but you got to take everything that comes with that. That's right. Well, see, I don't get mad. I don't get mad. You know what my solution is? My solution is delete and block. My block list right now is so big, I'm sure Facebook's going to get on me in a minute about it. But when you're at the point where you got 5,000 friends, you can't add any more because you got 5,000, and you got 984 people waiting to be your friend and over six or 7,000 followers, it just be like that. And I'll tell you one thing that I do, and I'm not ashamed to say I do it. I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. I would put a very beautiful profile picture up there just to see comments when you delete the ass. Because you know what? If you said something you weren't supposed to see, you say you already know that I'm married because you can see it on my damn timeline. And that's how I delete people. That's how I delete about 30 people a day. I do. I'm not going to tell you no lie because I want to see where your motive is. I want to see what the hell you're thinking about. I put a picture up there of me and my husband. Only genuine people say something. Them same dudes that said all that stuff, you so sexy. So you know what? They ain't said shit. They ain't even liked it. Them be the ones I get rid of. So if you're on this call right now, and you see me post a picture, and you say anything inappropriate, your ass is not going to see my picture no more. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's how I deal with them. Block and delete. And I may put up. I may change it two, two, three times a month. As I take a pretty picture, I put a pretty picture up. 
And when them comments come, that ass be blocked and deleted. Yeah, but you have to kind of you you have to really watch what you put put on Facebook because sometimes, like Red said, women put very inappropriate pictures up and they get unwanted attention. They 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 claim they don't want it, but they kind of put themselves out there for it. You know. Well, they rather they rather do that than to have nothing by looking at them at all. And, and some people do that because of that. Some people do that because of that. But with me. I mean, I I know why. I posted stories and very erotic pictures. There wasn't no nudity involved. You didn't see any body parts involved. But the pictures that I posted, that's one of the reasons, that's one of the ways I got people interested in me. The pictures that I was posting with my stories always went with my stories. Like, I posted a self-love story, and I posted a picture of, like, me looking like um, self-love, like I'm exhaling. From that picture right there, it drew people's attention. Like, I post one about the rain. And there's a picture of just my face with water dripping off of it, and it's a rain. It's a sexual picture, but it's just my face, and it's just the expression of how that, pic- that picture looks. Now, of course, that picture's been shared a million times, which I'm okay with that, because when they right. shared that picture, they also shared that story. So right. that means if you shared it, somebody read it on your timeline. Now, that stuff, I don't mind. I don't mind people sharing that stuff, but I have a problem with you sharing my personal profile picture that I just put up on my page. I have a big issue with that. And I got my stuff set now to where it says I have to approve it. I just deny it and block the ass. Right. Well, you heard it yourself right now. But, you know, I just want to take this time to thank you for coming on the show. As always, when you come on, it's always an awesome show. We appreciate you. And uh, you guys be safe tomorrow. And all the veterans out there, we thank you for your service for, you know, sacrificing your time and efforts to for us to be safe, I being one of them. And, uh, you know, it just it's just what it is. You saved the earth, uh, you saved the uh, United States for us to be able to live in so that we can talk shit about taking our titties out or I don't have any titties, but you know what I mean, uh, being able right. to do these things that, that we enjoy. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, go out there and get Brenda's book. Go out there and see one of her plays. Check it out. That's what you want and to do. I also want to add something. I also want to add something too, Red, before we wrap up tonight. I want to give a special um, shout out to you. I salute you for serving our country, and for all the veterans, um, as you were saying, that you know serve and protect us, and you know your services, and you know you are truly appreciated. And I definitely want to give a shout-out to my dad who served in the Army as well, who's not listening, but I have to acknowledge all the veterans. So I salute you all. Yes. Salute you all. Thank you for dedicating your time, your life, to saving us and being here for us. And definitely salute to all the veterans. And thank you guys for allowing me to be on the show. I'm going to be listening, though, for the next couple of weeks because I don't want to hear y'all talking shit about me and how horrible my uh, interview was. (laughs) <laughs> you know me, don't you? She knows me. I will do that. I know your ass too well. Be like, that freak was on the line. I couldn't even think. I can, I'm telling you, don't make me blast you because you know I delete your ass. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> ain't nobody going to dog you. You ain't got to worry about that one. No, we thank, right, thank you, you guys. 
All right. Thank you. 
Thank <laughs> you. 